Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. I think success looks different in every category. The biggest takeaway, which is like my elevator pitch is like, if you're selling on Amazon, there's really no reason why you shouldn't be selling on Walmart. Welcome back to Stop. Joining me once again is Harry Walensky. We're going to be talking again about Walmart and some of the nuances for large brands versus small brands. If you missed the first couple of episodes, go back because they're really tactical, really applicable. Make sure you're subscribed. You can binge them pretty quickly. If you don't know Harry, he's a former Walmart e-commerce merchant himself. He also worked on the Jet.com Walmart team as a category specialist in the sporting goods section. And now he is helping other brands and sellers grow using SKU Ninja, a software solution that makes it easy to optimize for Walmart.com. Harry, welcome back. Thanks again, Lucas. Appreciate it. So let's jump into it. So we're talking about large brands versus small brands. And let's kind of zero the scale a little bit. What would you say the demarcation point is between a large brand and a small brand? I think we could easily identify them on a shelf, but where would you say that that line is drawn where the difference between Franklin Popcorn and Orville Redenbacher? You know, when we think about it, looking at our client base, it's like, who's in the one P network? Who's on the, the shelves in Walmart and, you know, is in the Walmart stores. If they're in the Walmart stores that, and they have Either they're licensing big brand names like, uh, you know, whatever category they're selling, or they may just be the big brand themselves. That's probably what I would say. And then the, you know, small brands are maybe your private label brands that run a decent business on Amazon or are, you know, just selling on the Walmart marketplace. And I, and I really like that as sort of, if, if you've got nationwide distribution in Walmart, you're a large brand. Yeah, Exactly. So let's talk about some of these levers that can be pulled selling on walmart.com. Yeah. So when I'm looking at our clients, you know, with the one P clients, right, they use a, a tool called item 360 to manage their business. Whereas three P sellers use uh, seller center, which is uh, the equivalent of Wal or Amazon seller central right off the top. You know, how we manage their Walmart business uh, is a little different. But of course, the, the levers that are most important are, you know, uh, pretty consistent across 1P and 3P, large brands and small brands. The first comes to delivery speed and then content and then price. So those three things are super impactful when it comes to conversion on Walmart. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because a lot of the big brands that we've worked with actually didn't have an internal e-commerce team. So the economics worked out for them to, to hire our firm and get the resources of seven former Walmart category specialists to manage their Walmart business rather than go out and hire a director of e-commerce and an entire team. And the first thing we would do with those brands is take their, they have the amazing content, it's just not optimized for Walmart. And this is you know where SKU Ninja and the software just made this super easy is we plug in our item IDs into SKU Ninja software, and it literally shares exactly what we need to do to get that listing quality to 95%. Right now, the, the Walmart algorithms are 
really focused on content. So when it comes to getting a strong, you know, organic search rank and getting on the first page where the traffic is, you have to increase uh, your, your listing quality score. The content, that's a, a major piece of the listing quality score. Another piece of that listing quality score is what's called offer. Really, it's just delivery. So is your, you know, do you have competitive um, pricing and, you know, good shipping speed? Um, so that all kind of funnels into that offer score. As well as, you know, are your items published and in stock, right? So when it comes to the big brands, it's really, you know, helping them navigate internally to get the resources to run a good Walmart business. So getting good content to make good product pages, getting inventory allocated for Walmart rather than, you know, stores or Amazon or any other marketplace they're working with. And when it comes to the small brands, you know, the, the private label sellers who might run a seven figure, you know, Amazon business, and they're just starting out on Walmart, it's really just helping them navigate the Walmart world, right? I think success looks different in every category, being that uh, there's some private label sellers that can do, you know, really, really well in the home goods, you know, outdoor goods space, but some may struggle, let's say with private label supplements. And that just really has to do with, um, you know, the Walmart customer and what they're looking for in each category. Because I think, you know, Walmart customers may be a little more brand agnostic when it comes to sporting goods and outdoor and home rather than supplements where they're going to stick to their, you know, household brand names. You really don't want to be a guinea pig for a supplement or a product that you've never heard of. Exactly. So, you know, we've had clients that run massive supplement businesses on Amazon and they come over to Walmart and expect the same, you know, uh, numbers. And it's like, okay, it's going to, it's going to take a little bit before we got to build up some relevance. We got to get to the first page. We got to, you know, use WFS and really leverage those three pillars to, to have a competitive offering. The next couple items are sort of large brands versus small brands. So if you're a large brand, I think the big difference here, and please tell me what, what I'm getting wrong is that most household brands are already being searched for. So they have loyal customers. They have 100% market uh, market awareness. And so it tends to be much more branded search. Yeah, that's true. So with the large brands, like the first thing I do is when I'm consulting for them is make sure that they're if they're in store on their items, that those items are pick up today eligible and ship from store eligible. So those are two methods of fulfillment that the small brands wouldn't have where, you know, I can go get a basketball, right? I can order it online and pick it up in the store or it can ship right from the store, in which case, you know, might have really competitive uh, ship speed. So making sure those are activated and working is super important. And, you know, for one of our clients, we, you know, they had all their items in the store and they weren't eligible for pickup today just due to a system error. So we, you know, went back to Walmart, had a conversation with the merchants and made sure that all those items were pickup today eligible and then sales skyrocketed. You know, the strategy is a little different when it comes to large brands in that respect. And then let's look at what about smaller brands, so more the, the mom and pop brands, I think that really optimizing their listing in their presence on walmart.com is key. I almost said their, their web presence, but it's, it's another layer beyond that. Their Walmart presence is, 
is huge. And we talked about some of this before, but what should some of the smaller brands be doing to maximize their their listing and really their revenue from Walmart? Yeah, so what I've seen in just working with like hundreds of small brands and sellers from Amazon coming over to Walmart is that most of them are using um, like a listing management software. So like a, a listing mirror, a channel advisor type service where you just kind of copy your Amazon listings over to Walmart. And while I understand the convenience there of, of doing that, you know, Walmart's backend is completely different than Amazon's. So a lot of things have to be changed. And using those listing softwares, it's not that easy to change the content. And you can't go into Seller Center and change the content because it's just going to be overridden by the next push, the next data push from the listing software. So there's really two things. You know, one is get your items to SKU Ninja, which will tell you exactly what you need to do to fix the listings for Walmart and optimize specifically for the Walmart algorithms. And also, you know, you can still use your listing management softwares to, you know, sync inventory and pricing across your channels, but when it comes to content, you know, a lot has to be changed for Walmart. So the first, you know, conversation I have with small brands and private label sellers is that, hey, we, we need to change a lot of stuff to optimize for Walmart. We need to get certain attributes. We need to change the length of the key feature section and your titles need to have, you know, this many capital letters. And so there's a lot that goes into it just from the content optimization standpoint. And we talked about some of that in the other episodes. So to wrap it up, what would you say any big takeaways here are for any merchants or sellers listening to the podcast? Yeah, the biggest takeaway, which is like my elevator pitch is like, (laughs) if you're selling on Amazon, there's really no reason why you shouldn't be selling on Walmart. You know, so I'm speaking mostly to the small brands, just like you'd want to diversify your investment portfolio you should diversify your sales online. So in my opinion, you should sell on Walmart and then even further, you should sell you know, on Home Depot if you can or Lowe's, Target, uh, Wayfair, wherever you could sell online, you know, you should do it. And you know, what, what I've seen personally is that you know, 10 to 15% is achievable relative to your Amazon business. So if you're running a million dollar business on Amazon, you know, there's a $150,000 opportunity for you on walmart.com and that's only going to grow if you look at the the trends walmart e-commerce is growing super fast so over the next few years i think we're going to continue to see that trend to grow and it uh you'll be thanking me uh that you, you started <laughs> and i think it's a great time to plug shipob sponsor the podcast they do guarantee two-day shipping so if you do want to get into walmart you can sort of do a little bit of headless fulfillment if you want to call it that where you're shipping your products from the same warehouse on your site amazon and walmart harry thank you so much for joining us once again i know people can find you at white spider spelt with why if people google harry wilansky walmart harry wilansky white spider you'll probably come out anything else that you want to add yeah, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I just got to, you know, give you a shout out for hitting me up on Twitter. I, uh, I think Twitter is a great platform. I've, you know, received tons of clients and referrals through Twitter. So grateful uh, that I got on that platform and connected with you. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out, Jack, if you're listening. Thanks for creating Twitter. And if you are listening to this episode, Jack, make sure you share it with your mother-in-law. I know she wants to hear it. 
getting an appearance on television in primetime can lead to a large number of sales. Just ask anyone who was in the tank pitching their business or the co-founder of TB12, what happened after he won the Super Bowl or whatever I'm allowed to call it in this ad for ShipBob. TB12 had four times their normal sales volume in December and they were able to get all of those orders out on time because they're partnered with ShipBob. You can partner with ShipBob too. Head to ShipBob.com, get a quote, see what difference it could make for your business. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to TripleWhale.com and sign up today.